We're joined by Anne Rabe, who is the Environmental Policy Director of NIPER, the New York Public Interest uh, Research Group. And on uh, Tuesday, uh, January 24th, um, groups that are interested in ending uh, fossil fuels in buildings is holding a lobby day and rally. So, Anne, what, what is this particular event about? This event is called the Kick Fossil Fuels Out of Buildings Advocacy Day, and it's all about passing three critical climate reform bills, um, the All Electric Building Act to electrify new buildings um, starting in 2024, the Home Energy Affordable Transition Act, and the Energy Efficiency, Equity, and Jobs Act, as well as budget proposals for low and moderate income families. Now, in the Times Union recently, I, I, I saw uh, a big pig uh, hanging out there uh, in the, uh, the well, legislative office building. have a suspicion it's done by my old friend, Gene Stilp. But um, how does the big pig tie in to fossil fuels out of buildings? The big pig, which represents the fossil fuel industry, the big oil and gas companies, the big pig is um, sort of the mascot for the Make Polluters Pay Climate Superfund Act, which is another very important bill to implement the policy bills I just spoke about on, on um, having electric buildings in the future, and transitioning off of the fossil fuel industry for the building sector. So the big pig um, is basically represents that bill, which would generate $3 billion a year by charging um, those big oil and gas companies for their past greenhouse gas emissions, a fee that goes into this climate super fund. So we'll get back to getting fossil fuels out of buildings. Now, the Oil Electric Building Act had a lot of movement last session. Um, a lot of it seemed to be over um, 2024 versus 2025 in terms of a timeline to ban uh, fossil fuels, gas, and new buildings. Where does the uh, the governor and, and also this new plan that the uh, so-called Climate Action Council put together – where do they stand on some of these issues related to getting um, fossil fuels out of buildings? Well, we could commend the governor for including the All Electric Building Act proposal in her state of the state and apparently going to be in her budget, which comes out February 1st or so. Um, but there's a problem in terms of delay and weakening the scope. So the Climate Action Council, um, under pressure from the state agencies, um, punted from 2024 start date to a year later, 2025, to have all new buildings that are constructed be all electric, with the excuse of some, you know, some international code, they had, it was delayed, so they have to delay. There's no, there's no substance to that. Um, and so, um, and the governor has, has put that in her state of the state as well. According to Bob Howarth, a, a, an eminent Cornell University scientist on the Climate Action Council, um, it is critical that we start as soon as possible to electrify all new buildings. That's the cheapest time is to build a building when it's a build a building to be all electric, not to retrofit down the road. That's very expensive. And so 2024 is what we are advocating for. And, and we are going to be pressuring the governor to um, turn, turn around and go back to 2024, which is needed and cover all low-rise buildings, which is building seven floors or under. So the assembly and Senate sponsors introduced bills just last week that would um, 
require a 2024 start date and all and all low-rise buildings be electrified? No, I understand there are about 40 to 50,000 new buildings constructed each year in New York State, maybe 5 million existing buildings. What are we doing to help particularly low and moderate income people, like people living in the South End or Arbor Hill or Central North Troy? What needs to happen to, to enable them to join this clean energy transition? Two things. One is we need to pass a Home Energy Affordable Transition Act, which um, would require the Public Service Commission to work with all the utilities in New York State to come up with a decarbonization plan um, and fast track that um, so that utilities are, are basically going transitioning to renewable energy. And secondly is we need to be um, working with uh, the New York State Energy Research Development Authority, NYSERDA, so that their various um, financial assistance programs for low and moderate income families um, are, are basically um, going to allow those families to include maintenance, dealing with toxic and mold problems, dealing with asbestos problems, because those 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 um, housing repairs and, and, and um, improvements are part of what you do when you energy efficiencyize a house and when you go all electric. You need to do those by law as part of the overall energy assessment and retrofitting. So the Green Affordable Pre-Election pre Gap Fund is what our groups are proposing during the lobby day next Tuesday to provide um, funding to open up NYSERDA's funds to go to low and moderate income families so they can totally retrofit their homes in terms of in terms of toxic contamination problems like mold and in terms of getting them on um, all electric and getting them to have good energy efficiency will, will save them tremendous amount of money in their utility costs in years ahead. Now, one of the groups I work with is the uh, Affordable Housing Partnership uh, down there in Sheridan Hollow. And, you know, they made the point that one of the problems they find is that, yes, we can, um, you know, get some money to put insulation into the walls, but often the roofs of these buildings are just not at all good. And that the contractors will say, we can, we can do this energy efficiency stuff, but if the heat's going out, you know, you need a whole build build and rebuild. Is the state considering moving in, into a more holistic approach and coordinating these programs a lot better, you know, getting out of this sort of silo approach we often have with government programs? Uh, I would say that NYSERDA is looking into that and they're listening to a lot of climate advocacy groups and housing groups that, that are advocating for that, Mark. But I don't think Governor Hochul is there at all. And that's the reason for our lobby day on Tuesday. Um, so you, ha you had this lobby day on Tuesday. I understand there's going to be a rally at noon at the um, so-called million dollar staircase, I think third or fourth floor, um, west side of the state capitol. How can people participate in this lobby day if they're so inclined? We would love for people to come between 9 and 11 um, to the legislative office building on State Street. Um, we're going to have um, lots of lobby day packets and bill memos and information for them, and they can join um, some meetings with legislators in the Capitol District from 9 to 11. 
And then um, we head over to, and there's free lunch, lunch boxes. And then at 11.30 to head over to the state capitol, third floor, million dollar staircase for an hour long rally where we're gonna hear from a lot of legislative, uh, legislative sponsors of these great climate reform bills. And then from one to three, uh, again, meeting with more legislators. So we urge people to, to contact us. Um, they can contact me at 518-560-1849 if they want to register for all or part of that lobby day next Tuesday. How do individual, you know, capital district legislators stand on some of the issues that people are going to be promoting on, on Tuesday? Is it purely a Democrat versus Republican divide? which is certainly what we heard at the uh, Senate hearing this week on the uh, climate law implementation, or are there some nuances among where legislators stand in a minute? Some nuances. I mean, Assemblymember Fahey and Phil Steck, you know, are, are climate champions. Um, others are, you know, um, getting up to speed. Um, but we're blessed in the Capitol District with having, you know, a good cluster of, of assembly and senators who are good on climate reform. But, you know, climate can't wait. We need them all to be champions this session. We've been talking with uh, Ann Rabe, the Environmental Policy Director of NYPERG. Um, I know it's NYPERG.org, but NYPERG, if people want to find out about the lobby days or a, a website they can check it out. Renewable Heat Now. Renewable Heat Now, um, New York. Yeah. This has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.